2: What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It is May nineteenth, twenty twenty-one. Jimmy Van is not here. This was going to be a much more lighthearted show uh, about an hour ago than it was now. We had originally named this "The List and You Fired" because it was it was a joke on on. Uh, quite frankly. <laughs> the shoot I'm trying to work Jimmy into. Unfortunately, as we went on the air, there have been several WWE releases. I have heard Alexander Wolf. I have heard referee Jake Clemens. And one that is seen as uh, much less unfortunate, Drake Wirtz. Now, uh, all that news will be up on Fightful. It's on my Twitter. It's all there. We're about to talk about it. But um, Fightful Select will have a story after this show that I was already working on about the heat associated with Drake Wirtz because it had really come to a head. And uh, yeah, Jeremy Lambert is here. I'm
3: from, so, I am I heard there's no fun on this show, Sean. So no I got, fun. I was specifically I
2: given some instructions, here. but
3: I, I got dressed up. I have, I have a mug as well. Let's see, I, I have a mug to, you know, no fun for this show. And then, yeah, plans changed, pal.
2: <laughs> Uh, plans did change. Uh, holy crap. This, uh, f- especially in the case of Jake Clemens and Alexander Wolf. this is very unfortunate news. Alexander Wolf got booted out of Imperium last night. So it's very clear they knew what they were doing last night. I don't know if Alexander Wolf knew. I guess we're going to find out. Uh, a reminder, guys, check out Alex Pawlowski's post NXT review. It's 10, 10 p.m. Eastern every Tuesday night. But Jake Clemens f- felt like he just got there. He was the Seth Rollins referee. Jeremy,
3: yeah, um, it's unfortunate with with Wolf and and Clemens. Yeah, it seemed like Wolf was going to be part of a the big storyline, and obviously, hmm. maybe that is the storyline. It's just <laughs> it's just gone now. Uh, you know, they they kicked him out and they they kicked him out. So it's very unfortunate for Wolf. He was a big part of, of Sanity and was great in Imperium. So that that sucks. And same with Jake Clemens. You said that he's already got an indie booking though, which is uh, which is yeah. good for for Clemens. Uh, the other guy, I don't
2: care. If you're in the chat, and you make jokes about who is released and all that stuff. You're gonna get banned straight up. I'm I'm not gonna m- yeah. Make don't joke, fake scoops. Don't do that. Don't do that. That ain't funny. It ain't cute. Uh, that's not what we do here. We don't want to foster a. A rude, shitty environment. There are people that lost their jobs and are looking to replace income. Don't make fun of that. That shit ain't funny. Uh get us get a, a thumbs up for us. It would help us out an awful lot. Subscribe, tap that bell for notifications. Uh get your super chats in, guys. I get your question or statement read on the air. Uh JJ says, Big star Jeremy, where's the paid ad? Uh this Whole is a paid ad. Paid Whole show's a paid ad, my friend. <laughs> Um, but Bezo Bank says special thanks to Fightful for keeping me sane this past year. Finished my freshman year of college with a 4.0 GPA, got a job, and it's summertime. Life's good. Well, hey, we are so proud of you. We 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 like to cultivate a smart audience here, Jeremy.
3: We we our our audience knows how to use calculators, Sean. Yes, that's all I'll
2: say. So, in regards to Alexander Wolf, he had what Alex Palowski and I called the Alexander Wolf performance at a takeover where you didn't quite expect it. And then all of a sudden you're like, Oh my God, this person is really good. We just never got to see that. That happened back in his sanity days. He yeah. did the Imperium thing. I think he's going to find places to work. And I think he's going to be just fine. Killer Kelly told me that he got her into blood sport, which immediately led me to want a Josh Barnett, Alexander Wolf palette swap match. Cause they look exactly alike. <laughs> uh, that is, uh you know, I think he'll find work pretty easily.
3: I I think he will. I wouldn't be be shocked if he he's one of those guys who just kinds of kinds of ends up back in the company. It, maybe if it's NXT UK or something, I, I think he could find his way back there. But I I think he'll be fine. He's he's very good.
2: Yes. Um. And then there's Drake Wurtz, uh, a guy who was pretty well universally liked within the wrestling world a few years ago. And let me tell you, the the, the, the se- there was a celebration among talent that he got released, quite frankly. He has caused a very uneasy atmosphere backstage. And I've heard story after story. And again, those will be up on FightfulSelect.com after this. But he has been released a couple of weeks ago. He appeared in a county commission meeting with his mask on or not with his mask on, with his NXT polo on, talking about how masks lead to child abductions and peddling a lot of misinformation. He was kept out of the Performance Center in the weeks leading up to WrestleMania, which uh, I was told was an informal suspension. He uh, did not want, or, or supposedly, they were not comfortable with him being there after he had taken part in some events and had not quarantined properly. So they're like, don't come here. This is not a surprise to me, Jeremy. Uh, Talent had thought that this was going to happen a long time ago.
3: Uh, It's, I guess it's kind of a surprise because yeah, it seems like it was going to happen a long time ago. And now it just happens today. he was on television last night. Like I, I'm pretty sure I remember seeing him referee a match last night. So yes, yeah, no, I don't know when they made this decision if it was kind of in the works or if they just decided to do it today, but based on his, his behavior, uh, Didn't seem like, you know, seemed like probably should happen sooner.
2: So we are going to go back to this subject throughout the show. Obviously, this is going to be a bit of a scatterbrained show because of the the elements of what's going on today uh taxel says distraction choice is so successful jeremy bought the whole time slot today well there's your distraction choice plug i wasn't gonna say
3: anything i know you trying weren't to get in
2: trouble. i know you weren't to... and i'm not either i'm just reading the super chats um thank you taxel i told that more cuts are coming to nxt though um at, at least a few which you know is unfortunate very unfortunate Let's talk about uh, one of the, the biggest news items of the day, or at least bef- it still is. What, what am I even saying? Mm-hmm. Ace Podcast Nation says, keep up the great work, lads. Fantastic move for A and AEW. Weird people trying to make it a negative. So AEW announced today that they would be moving to TBS starting in 2022, January. And they're starting a new show, Rampage, on Friday nights. Now, Jeremy, I know that you worked, worked on this story. Uh, is is the Friday show on TNT or TBS?
3: It's going to start on TNT in August, and then I think everything's moving to TBS uh, in 2020, 2022. Uh, so, yeah, it'll it'll start on TNT.
2: Also, guys, do not send me Super chats about uh, wanting people to get fired. They will not get read. You'll have to replace that Super Chat. The AEW move to TBS, how are you looking at it right now? I mean, it's in... They say a million more homes. That's fine to me. It's not that big of a deal. Um,
3: Brandon Brandon Thurston had that it's actually in lesser homes. I'm gonna trust Brandon on that. Like not by much. It's both still like eight million. I think he said that like uh, is like eight point seven and TVS is eight point two. And overall,
2: it's it'd be at least eighty plus.
3: Okay, that maybe yeah. I'm I'm not great at math. That's why I need my calculator, Sean.
2: Okay, he uh, he he corrected that. It TBS okay. is in more homes. It's in right. 400,000 more homes.
3: Brandon, um, what are we doing here, Brandon? And, and ah. it's
2: actually in more homes than USA Network, although that negligible amount, you know.
3: I think I think TNT does like better viewership numbers and obviously it's more known for being a sports network with, yes. with the NBA. I mean, uh, TBS does have baseball. Uh, people care about that, but yeah. uh, to me, like, it's just kind of, it's linear, right? Like it's in, it's in more homes and stuff, but same time slot, same family of networks and everything. I think, I don't see this as like a, a huge deal of, oh, AEW is going out of business or this is like a big boost for AEW. I think the the bigger boost for AEW is getting the third hour on uh, TNT and then TBS, getting that on Friday nights. And then the quarterly specials on TNT. I like. I think yeah. that's the, the big thing here more than, all right, Dynamite's just now going to be on TBS. Yes. To me, that doesn't affect me that much.
2: Plus Rampage having that Dynamite lead-in from two days before. <laughs> <laughs> right? They get the SmackDown lead-in too. SmackDown. Yes, yeah, I mean, the
3: hell out of that. that that's
2: the thing. Legitimately, they get a SmackDown lead-in, uh, not on the same network, but people hanging around watching wrestling. Yeah. I know that some of you have said, "Oh, what are you all gonna do with the post show?" We don't know yet. We will let you know when we know. Uh, I, I discussed it with Jeremy earlier. We gotta see what the show is first. Yeah. If it's if it's all, all AEW shows matter because wins and losses matter, and I'm cool with that. There are a lot of people that are saying, "What? They have four shows?" <laughs> well, why wouldn't they have four shows? I don't know how dark and dark elevation are gonna look in two months, but who knows what they'll do. They might do a studio setting. They might do something else. How are you looking at Dark and Elevation landing after this?
3: See, you know, Dark was it was just an hour-long show that got taped kind of before and after Dynamite. Elevation wasn't even thought of. But now they've made them 20 matches long each week because they just have the time to tape it and whatnot. I kind of feel like Rampage is going to kind of be like Dark Original almost mm-hmm. and it's just gonna be an hour-long thing where you can do like three matches in uh, a big main event and I think dark and elevation I think they might just like tape that stuff at like uh, the the training center that the Qt has or maybe still taping stuff at like Daly's place and getting people there to, to tape matches there and still use it as almost like a training ground performance center type shows to where they can um you know keep trying to scout talent and kind of put them on television uh, for those shows. That's my my thoughts on it. Obviously, I don't know what they're going to do, but that's kind of what I'm thinking for these shows.
2: I'm excited to see how it ends up. I mean, if it's like how WWF Heat was originally, that one hour where it's like, oh my God, stuff is going to happen here. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's that's very cool. Now, I, I put some AEW news out there on FightfulSelect.com. Please subscribe today. Full gear, St. Louis the night before, they're doing rampage in St. Louis as well. Um, I, I, good move. I mean, obviously they're traveling again.
3: That was that was always because when they announced that they were going to St. Louis, it said on the little press release gimmick uh, that it was the TNT taping. It never specifically said dynamite taping. And yeah. so people are like, Oh, well, are they taping, you know, for dynamite? Are they taping it? There, there was some people reported that, Oh, well, they're going to tape dynamite on a Friday and then they're going to do full gear. Like they're not going to tape their Wednesday show and then do the pay-per-view. Like that doesn't make any sense. AEW is not going to do that. So that kind of hinted that whatever show they were going to do, it was going to be taped on the Friday. Um, yeah. I, are you going to St. Louis? I, am.
2: I I will be. Regardless, I mean, I'm, if they do post show scrums, I will be at each AEW pay per view. Yep. Pending, yeah, yeah, pending travel. As long as flights aren't like six hundred bucks, I'll be going there.
3: <laughs> St. Louis is what? It's not too long a to drive
2: for you, is it? I ain't driving, buddy. Coward. I ain't driving. Why? Why? I ain't driving. Uh, let me see how far it is. Ah, it's a six hour drive. I ain't driving That's that. Bad. It's eight well, hours. Let me tell you, buddy. It. I drove to Winston Salem and I regretted it. I regretted it. But you, do
3: you want to ride with me this year to Winston Salem?
2: Yes. Not, okay. okay. Yes, I do. I'll pick you up. Uh, we've we've got a question that's on a lot of people's mind. Does the TBS is it the TBS <laughs> title or TNT belt is on rampage now? Does the TNT title become the TBS title? What do you think? First thing, does it become the TBS title?
3: I think they should have the the gorilla um what are, and the the godzilla
2: you know you know the little rampage characters the rock, the rock, needs yeah, to the be rock. on the title yeah the, wait do they have the do they have the rights to that turner Ooh, i think i feel like they T- do T-T, yeah i feel like they do it i mean they can do a little T-T-T. work just put the rock's face on that title my man that's that's the way to do it, it that does. is the way to do it but yeah, Tony but- Khan had said previously that Rampage might feature the FTW title a little bit more. Okay.
3: I, I think it becomes the TBS title. I don't know how they do the transition. It might just be like, it's a TBS title now. I'm sure they'll have some type of like storyline gimmick um, to to explain it. But I think it does become the TBS title. Or maybe it just comes like the Turner title or just the television title. But I, I, I do think it's it renamed.
2: Brian Ward says, Do you all think that TV contracts will end before live Dynamite Rampage come to a BR Live for season pass fee? These contracts go on for quite a while already, Jeremy. They, they just 2024?
3: re-up. Yeah, 2024, I think. So it's going to have to be at least through then. And then after that, you know, we'll see, we'll see uh, if they end up on HBO Max.
2: Yep, Um. and PW says, Rampage is put up by Warner Brothers. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I hope. I hope. <laughs> I am Malucha says, Happy Wednesday, Fightful fam. I'm excited. While it seems like an AEW product expansion, more exposure for talent, different stories, it's all good. I had this discussion with people. I put over AEW Dark and Elevation yesterday on Twitter. Uh, I watch it every week because it's my job, but it is... It makes sense of a lot of things. If you want somebody to pop up on AEW Dynamite, like the Varsity Blondes, you can say, well, they've won nine matches in a row. And somebody says, oh, well, well those don't count. And I'm, they're thinking, hey, wait a second. That's that's stupid because AEW says they count and it's their show. Yeah. It, they, I mean, I don't watch every Dodgers game, but when they come beat the shit out of the Cincinnati <laughs> Reds, you best believe I'm like, well, I guess those, those games they played count uh eloquent we just answered this uh, if you want to send another one you can but i i i like how that works and i i do hope that if this show is i hope this show is more meaningful than that i hope it culminates a little bit more
3: uh i do too i i like the records thing and and joseph and i have discussed this because you can just like throw it like he's 10-1 oh my god this yeah. makes it look like he's he's great and stuff the problem is, is like when you like really look at stuff. Because um, we did like Pack and Orange Cassidy. It's like number one contenders match, and I was like, Joseph, do you know the last time these guys wrestled on Dynamite? Like Orange Cassidy's like last victory on Dynamite for the Pack match is like Luther in in February. Yeah, I mean bless my guy Luther, but you know that that ain't that ain't like the, this big memorable yes. win for Orange Cassidy. But he's got this great record, and so it makes it seem like he's just been killing all these dudes. When I mean quality of competition here certainly matters as well. I, uh,
2: I do care more about the records and the rankings. I care more the about rankings. It. I don't care about the rankings whatsoever. I've not, my, not a bit.
3: I've had my gripes with the rankings ever since those things started.
2: Michael Law says, I'm happy for Dark Elevation because my boy, the Kevin Bennett, was on the last episode. He's a rapper, too. Better than Max, though. <laughs> booty, booty, butt cheeks. Mm-hmm. Um, Evan Wright says, did I miss the NWA <laughs> power rants? You cover NWA power. And Quite honestly, over the past month, I had taken it completely out of – I watched the first couple episodes, and I said, you know what? I don't think I need to watch this for my job. And then some of the finishes got to be so ridiculous, Jeremy, that I had to go back and watch it. And I'm like, the storyline is that the company is inept.
3: Yeah. It's – Sean, it's bad. I don't know why. Like, I'm pretty sure you would not be mad at me if I did not post the power results two minutes right. after the show goes off the air. Right. I'm pretty sure I could post it at like 9 o'clock and you would be like, Jeremy, where the fuck is the power results? Two, we two weeks later,
2: I would say, hey, have we posted power results lately? <laughs> uh,
3: but I watch it live and so I could just do the results immediately. It's a bad show. Like, it's a really bad show. Yesterday, Sean, did you end up watching the show yesterday?
2: no i did not i went on a date you you asked me
3: you asked me what was the finish and i was like well, they do this tag team match and one <laughs> dude gets penned and he clearly gets his shoulder up before three joe Galley is screaming like oh he kicked out he kicked out like he, he didn't get him there and then um
2: you you know what they're gonna do with joe galli next week um, he's gonna get like they're gonna point at him they're gonna be like oh you you did that he's gonna He's going to go, I'm just doing my job as an impartial journalist, broadcast journalist. They they work that into so many storylines. Like poor Joe Galley has got to clarify the nature of his job all the time.
3: They're confused. Everybody's wandering around confused. The ref rings the bell and they're like, oh, okay, I guess these guys won. They showed a replay, Sean. They showed a replay that clearly shows this man kicking out before three and Galley's like, Oh, there you go. You see it. He didn't kick out before three, 3.1. That's the end of our show. It's like, this is a taped show. You can go back and reshoot this for the five people in attendance and no one would know and it'd be fine. You could do this finish correctly, but they leave this in there. Billy Corgan's like, we're stripping you of your NWA tag team title shot that you didn't want anyway because you walked out on the show last week. The show makes no sense. It's the worst hour of wrestling I watch every week
2: oh man uh there's whew. yeah it's it's not good ray callen says brand split of dark dynamite versus rampage elevation i doubt it i don't think they'll do they that the
3: roster they the roster. yeah they,
2: they got a big enough roster to do that but i don't think that they're they're gonna do that eloquent says are you enjoying paul white on commentary dark elevation has been a fun show i like i liked him interviewing ryan nemeth an awful lot this week i thought that was that was a good touch but yeah when Paul White puts something over, like to me, it's like, all right, I've watched this guy for 25 years. So you can tell when he's actually impressed by something.
3: He's good too. He's been he's been very yeah. good on that show.
2: Frank Aguilar says this absolutely was not expected. I love you guys. Uh, it wasn't expected by me either. I found out at noon <laughs> that this was gonna be happening. Uh KJ says. Would be nice to have the TNT uh, title to be retired on the final episode on TNT. Dark Order member wins the tribute to Brody, have attorney for a new title to start twenty twenty two. Then no, just repurpose it, man. They they have made that title prestigious enough um, that that uh, it's it's gonna work out well for them in, in the yeah. future. Kevin Steed says, "I want Mox and Eddie to come to the ring first night just to see Caster try to break them. That would be good. I do want to see Caster rap about Mox and Eddie to their face.
3: Oh, he's—I mean, he's going to do it, and then he's going to get killed like that. That's—that's that's what's going to be great. They're just going to murder him." <clears throat>
2: oh, You've got a super chat from Van Twin Blade says, "Come to St. Louis, eat Ted Drews with the Bucks." I don't know what that is, but we'll—we'll we'll see. And Mike Preventer too says. In your opinion, is the move to TBS an overall positive, negative, or lateral move? It's a lateral move to me. It's it's not necessarily a big jump forward or anything like that. I'm just looking at it's a move. I'm, I'm sure I'm sure it'll be fine.
3: Yeah, I again I don't see it as this this huge deal. I like the the quarterly specials though for um for for TNT because one of my not a complaint but like Dynamite it seems like every single week. They're doing a, a new special, Blood yeah. and Guts, St. Patrick's Day Slam, Beach Black, all this stuff. Not every week, every month. It seems like they're doing like a Dynamite special. And now that they they can narrow it down to just like quarterly specials on TNT, yeah. I think you could focus your television a little bit more, build to those tentpole events, kind of like Clash of Champions, and uh, you can make those
2: a bigger deal. So
3: I I think that's that's honestly to me like the biggest news out of this is these quarterly specials on TNT.
2: Um, getting some more news in. Um, by the way, uh, but I've also heard that they're getting quite quite a bit more money for the new show.
3: Yeah, Tony Khan said uh, they got financially compensated on that one.
2: You can uh, answer this one: Who you got in the playoffs? And yeah. and venture too sent this in. It's <laughs> they getting more money because of the move. Yes, yes
3: i assume n h l playoffs um but i can't pick my team so i'm going with vegas
2: uh, news has just emerged that uh e j ezra judge uh skyler story also gone from w w e yep uh any any thoughts on those
3: I mean, Skyler's story hasn't. That's Brandy Loren. Um, like she yeah. hasn't debuted as far, or maybe she did one match. Uh, and same same with EJ. Like I don't. It doesn't seem like they were really using them. So I think it, it's unfortunate, obviously, but they'll they'll get opportunities on the indies now, and maybe they can actually work.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I think Brandy will. I think Brandy will probably pop up in on yeah. Dart. Is she still with Janela? I believe so. I mean, I, I believe I, so. That 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 wild man! I can never, <laughs> I can never uh, keep that. I don't, keep, that I in don't order. keep
3: up with that stuff, Sean. I don't care who's dating who and all this stuff. That ain't, I ain't worried about that. Let them let them date whoever they want. Oh, my
2: gosh! Sorry, Jeremy. Kill, kill some time while I'm looking at my phone, trying to get <laughs> news here. What uh, what are you, an amateur? What was, here what you go. Mike Lima about? says if you had to choose between Raw or Power, oh Raw, without a doubt. See, I don't watch
3: Raw. I, I yeah. got off that beat. So I'd probably just... Th- that is the one saving grace of Power is that it is only an hour. It's not even an hour. It's like 45 it's, minutes. Yeah, it's, it's so, like
2: 40 minutes when they don't do the main event. Yeah.
3: So like that is uh the one good thing about Power compared to Raw where it's like three hours and they go all three hours. But as far as just like from a quality standpoint, Power is worse than Raw, man. I can at least like laugh and some Raw stuff, and there's some people I like on Raw, and you can yeah. find some good matches on Raw. Power is just a nothing show. Absolutely nothing of a show.
2: I've been told that um, that the NXT talent releases have a 30-day non-compete clause. Bill Hemmett says, thoughts on the Nick Gage documentary? I really liked it. I'm not, I, I don't like deathmatch wrestling. I did not know that much about Nick Gage. Uh, I, I love this. There, I, I learned a lot from that.
3: I told you, I, I was watching it Friday night. I've watched it like three times now. Fucking king of this shit, Sean Ross Sapp. Nick Gage rules. Listen to him uh, talk to Ron Funches on a podcast the other day. Just showed up high, admitted he was high. Had just had a great conversation. Nick Gage is like, what happened with Ellen? What do you think about Ellen Get, losing her job? He's like, you're going to replace Ellen? And Ron's like, I don't know. Maybe that sounds like something cool. Dude, Nick Gage rules. That dude's the man.
2: Dante says just got here shout out to the point guy that's right guys send in your super chats it goes a long way please leave a thumbs up uh also check out my interview with Johnny Gargano yesterday he talked about his match with Bronson Reed and a lot of other stuff but Bronson Reed winning the NXT North American title last night did you see it coming how, how did you feel you just buried
3: the lead of this Johnny Gargano interview Sean I mean he forgave me he We're did forgive me. I mean, it was,
2: that was a good, I thought that was a good (laughs) conversation, right?
3: Yes, it was. Uh, Yeah, I saw it coming. They, they, he didn't tell tell me what
2: he wanted to headline the article though.
3: (laughs) I I wanted to write the headline, Johnny Gargano forgives Jeremy Lambert. That's the headline. Um, But it was a good match though. Gargano has been, he's been so great. He's been uh, absolutely, you know, for a very long time, but as a heel, I didn't think, and he said it in the interview with you, like, it was a heel a lot on the indies you know I I kind of been typecast as the underdog babyface uh in NXT because that's just what I've always been but like I know how to play a heel so I, I he's been great in this role the match last night was very good good for Bronson Reed he's, he's been uh he's been strong can you make the can you make the Bronson Reed face Sean I know you're actually doing actual work right now but can you um, make the Bronson Reed face do
2: it no do it. I can't I'm getting news of releases right now um yikes um
3: the Bronson Reed face as the releases come in.
2: Yeah. No, it ain't it ain't it ain't great. Let's see. Uh, we got Jessamine Duke, Vanessa Bourne. Vanessa Bourne was called up. Uh oh no. Yeah, and uh, I'm hearing Kavita Devi as well.
3: Oh man, Jessamine's been great on Up Up Down Down. Uh again, another person who just hasn't been used. Vanessa Bourne. That's that's Joseph's. That's that's Joseph's project right there. Like e- e- Vanessa Bourne guy, Joseph Joseph Holbert. This is oh yes, everyone's in the chat saying it. Joseph's got to be consoled. Oh no, this is very sad.
2: This is very sad. Uh, Kavita Divai, um stuck in India, I'm told, and she she did big numbers for for them on YouTube as well. Jessamyn Duke had been doing wwe uh, up up down down content and no longer with the company oh man any any thoughts on these
3: i i feel i feel very bad for vanessa bourne who like you said she was called up i feel like a year ago and just hasn't been used or anything and it seemed like they had some type of plans for her and didn't happen the van everyone's saying the van booty pro legend the van gets released that that one sucks and jessamine too i really like her uh gaming streams maybe maybe she'll do more gaming streams which would be cool Um,
2: yeah i'm hoping it's sort of a a reconfiguration type of thing um i know her deal was up later this year but um yeah but jessamine Duke had been doing up up down down she had not even been in the ring in a while she hadn't been training or anything like that she had she had uh yeah, that she had moved on to the digital side full on. Uh well, we somebody who's coming back into the company, Zelina Vega. We reported that last week. She blocked me on Twitter for it. Uh she was filmed with <laughs> the PC walking in. Any thoughts on, on Zelina coming back?
3: I am pretty surprising, right? Like after the whole ah, uh, I support unionization stuff and that 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 ordeal after she uh after she got released I did not think she's gonna end up back in WWE but I guess they worked it out and you know good good on her we'll see what what she does I I still I've maintained my stance that I think Andrade ends up back in WWE as well he goes on this little run he's gonna do and then he ends up back in WWE and maybe we get uh, Zelina and Andrade back in NXT but Pretty surprised that that she's coming back, and I guess she's going to the main roster. Is that?
2: Is that- I don't know. Okay. I have no idea, no clue uh, in regards to to where she's going to go. It would make sense now that they're traveling again that they would have her on SmackDown. But we'll, we'll see how it goes. I mean, anything's possible, as as they say. And plus, she was she's ready for that.
3: She's going to be the dragon that Alistair keeps talking about, and all those promos that I don't understand.
2: Uh, Rob Wilkins says Vegas expletive rant. Hope Vega blocks Jeremy. I don't know what that means, uh, but Norm says hope Zelina appears with Alistair. I don't know what I want out of Alistair black right now. I don't know what he's doing.
3: I want his promos to make sense. Cause I don't know what, what he's talking about with these fatherless dragons and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. He needs to call Khaleesi. Maybe Zelina comes in and says Khaleesi, the mother of dragons. And then they just do a whole like Game of Thrones type storyline. That's what I'm here for. I think that's how this should play out, Sean. What are your thoughts on Game of Thrones?
2: I don't watch Game of Thrones, but when I sit on uh, my my throne in the bathroom, you know you know what I you know what I dream of?
3: Magic spoon?
2: Nah, I, I, yeah, no. it's magic spoon. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? <laughs> And I, I was wish full. I had a good bowl of cereal. I was like full. Right no, now. I was full because of magic spoon <laughs> and only 140 calories per serving. You cut down on carbs, sugar, unhealthy food, all that good stuff. Zero grams of sugar, 13 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in each serving. Only 140 calories per serving keto friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low carb, GMO-free. And now They've got the super delicious new new flavor birthday cake, and it will now uh, be it'll soon be available in a special five pack for a limited time only. So get it while you can. You can also build your own box: uh, cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, cinnamon. I've been digging into the fruity this week, and I love mixing peanut butter with cocoa. MagicSpoon.com/slash/fightful. You can get that new limited edition birthday cake. Or get a custom bundle and try it today. Use that code FIGHTFUL at checkout and save $5 off your order. It's good anywhere in the U.S. or Canada. And they're so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. My favorite thing about this is you're not going back back and forth to the box of cereal like, I'm not full, i got to pour myself another bowl. Then but next thing you know, half the box is empty. Not with Magic Spoon. You get full off of one serving. I love it. Magicspoon.com, promo code FIGHTFUL. Well, unfortunately, well, not, not unfortunately. Destiny FOMO says the king of ad reads. And Destiny FOMO is uh, the queen of paid ads because I get the feeling you guys are probably going to Google her and then she's going to make some money off of this, more than what she paid. Uh <laughs> Miz tore his ACL and he's already doing media, Jeremy.
3: That's all Miz does is media.
2: Yeah. Look,
3: you can say what you want about the Miz, but like this man, he's hustling. He's grinding out there. All right. So I got a lot of the respect for the Miz. It sucks that he tore his ACL. Uh hopefully it's not too terrible. Miz is like 40 now. Like it, it's a tough injury to come back from. The good news is like he doesn't work this like super explosive style. So and like he's gonna come back and be doing, you know, the the 450s and everything. Um but but be, best wishes to the Miz. They'll it'll make for some good episodes of Miz and mizzes in two years, I guess.
2: That that it will. I hate to hear that. Um the man deserves some time at home and didn't deserve it to be like this. And I'm that's the zombie lumberjack. Are we gonna talk about zombies,
3: Sean Ross Sapp? That's on my list. I got it on my list here. Zombies. We got to talk about zombies. In, on, yeah, on
2: let's talk show. about zombies. They didn't even have them on the list. I talked about them so much on Sunday. What'd you think of the zombies? It
3: wasn't the worst thing WWE did all week. Why are people like.
2: Buddy, come really on. Upset like, like that makes it good. I had so many no, people who were like, You're okay with Abaddon? I'm like, Well, they reiterate constantly that she ain't a zombie. She dresses up like a zombie and she's weird. But Sean, hey, sure.
3: On Monday, Alexa Bliss is causing Shayna Baszler to have leg cramps in the middle of a match, all right? Like I can deal with some zombies coming out and just being being zombies in the middle in the middle of this match, all right? Like I don't was it great? No, obviously it wasn't great. Uh but like I just laugh at WWE, right? Like you gotta laugh at this stuff. If you're gonna try to take this stuff serious, it ain't You ain't going to last very long for it. You got to laugh at this goofy stuff.
2: Hater of stuff. No, I don't. No, I don't. Hater,
3: Sean Rostov.
2: I don't want to laugh at this stuff. It sucked. It was so bad. It was so (laughs) lame. Uh, Some stupid punk says, It's on the list. You got to talk about zombies. (laughs) Yeah. And JJ said, Zombies ruled. No, it was terrible. (laughs)
3: Sean, what are your thoughts on the dirty dogs?
2: They're all right. What did you think of that? They're an okay tag team.
3: Are you are you Team Joseph or Team JJ for for the Dirty Dogs against the Mysterios? You give that match a you know, greatest match ever, or it was just all right. Which one? The Dirty Dogs <laughs> against the Mysterios. It was all
2: right. It was fine. I, I really liked that that double team fame master. I thought that was a, a really good spot. The slide and the super kick. There were some cool spots, but Montez Ford tricks me into thinking. <laughs> tag team matches on SmackDown are good all the time. He does that beautiful tope on Hilo and I'm like, what a match. <laughs> Cause it's so good.
3: Uh would you put the dirty dogs in uh top five tag team today?
2: No, not at all. Okay. They're they're good, but I wouldn't put them top five. Not at all. Oh, <sighs> uh, my wife just sent me a text. Why the heck is Jeremy wearing a suit?
3: It's he's imp- professional. It's a professional show. Carrie B. He's,
2: he's trying to uh, impress the higher ups. Guys, get in your super chats. Uh, we are already winding down. Obviously, we got some stuff going on today. Yeah. Uh, Ricochet Eo Shirai situation. What? Were, how did you feel about this? Maybe set the stage for people who aren't aren't hip to it.
3: Uh, well, WWE on Fox, I, one of the WWE social media accounts just tweeted like, oh, who's the best high flyer? And it's like Ricochet, AJ, EO, and somebody else that I'm forgetting. Maybe Ray. Um, and Ricochet is just like, how could it be EO? Like she can't do like half the stuff that I can do. I'm the greatest high. How dare you speak EO Shirai's name uh, in the same vein as me, the Ricochet. And then people got very upset at him for good reason. And he deleted the tweet just don't tweet like man just Joseph and I talk about this like wrestlers are dumb on Twitter right like they're they're just very dumb like there's there's very few who are like good at at Twitter when you're a wrestler like Roman Reigns I think is great some people like who can kind of work their character a little bit they're good but most of them just aren't that good. They they Like Kevin Durant in the NBA, he's not good at Twitter. Like, just stay off. Like, he's the exception. Roman Reigns is the exception in WWE, but in the opposite way. Like, it's it's not good, man. Just stay off Twitter, dude. Don't tweet.
2: Anakin uh, talks a little bit more about the releases. He said, did they wait to do NXT releases to purposely put distance between them and main roster after how they rolled them out yeah, last year? Uh, I would be, I would be inclined to think so. They also don't announce those. Like for example, killer Kelly left the company and nobody knew for like a month until she just started to show up places. And she had told me that's how she wanted it. She really wanted it like that. But yeah, I do think that. And kid and Shearer says, do you think if Wirtz hadn't worn the NXT shirt to the call, he would still be around or was he already on the outs? He was already on the outs. A lot of people I talked to thought he was going to be gone as far back as January. So <laughs> Phil Felice says uh, they should stay off Twitter says uh, Phil Felice says the guy who worships Rollins, man, I butchered that <laughs> says the guy who worshiped Rollins the vision. worships, worships wow. active. The vision,
3: Sean, do you, do you see it? You see the vision? This Seth Rollins is just playing up a gimmick. This is a good Seth Rollins drip right here. I got this uh, suit going on with the tie. Now we got the glove going. My here God. we go, baby. The vision. I see you, Seth. Seth, great at Twitter. My guy, Seth Rollins, is great at Twitter.
2: My God. Eloquent says, Tony Storm's new finisher. Wow. That was yeah. that was really cool. I love that. I like people switching it up. Uh, I Like, I like the – I think it's Storm Zero, the Pearl River Plunge. I like that, but, you know – You can't match Ahmed Johnson. I'll just say that. Justin Lopez says, Shit like the zombies is why my friends laugh when they find out I still watch. WWE is killing my passion on a daily basis, or a weekly basis. Me on a daily basis, buddy, but I'll always (laughs) love wrestling. Brian F says, Why do you think NWA got so much worse post-pandemic? Well, say what you want about Dave Lagana, and there's plenty to say there, but he was the driving force. I feel like that company was... Was sort of constructed to where you pull one Jenga piece out, and the whole thing comes falling down. And they they gathered up the pieces and piled them up, but it's just a pile right now. It's not a Jenga tower.
3: Dude, why do they get look at this roster, Tyrus? Like, it's, it's not good. They have Tyrus, Austin Idol's cutting promos like Aldous, Adonis, Murdoch, Tom Lattimore. Like these are your main event people here. Camille, like, there's not like. They're not great, right? like it's not a great roster. What do you expect them to do? like they had, they had homicide Eddie Kingston and Ricky Starks like th- those are really good wrestlers. Good wrestlers can cut promos and stuff they and, and they let them go for for reasons they they went on to bigger stars and it's just not a good roster like honestly it, it's tough when you have that roster to to make the most out of it, and they they're definitely not making the most out of it.
2: So, um, bringing in Tyrus is a stupid move, and they're like, "Hey, anybody who had a little bit of a run on WWE TV in the 2000s, come on in, come on in." No no offense, no offense to these guys, like, but they've just been
3: slotted. Like, we know who Chris Adonis is, we know who Trevor Murdoch is. Like, these guys have just been slotted as WWE kind of mid-card guys, and you know. NWA doesn't have the platform to be like, well, they were mid-card in WWE, but they're they're stars here. Like, this ain't like AEW with that platform, or when TNA had a high platform. It's just, yeah. It's just guys, man. It's just guys.
2: Right after this, guys, we'll be over on Fightful Select for uh the list and your juice cup goes on. Uh, it'll be a brief show, obviously. But uh also after that, I am dropping. A big story on the heat on Drake Wirtz and some of the stuff that had kind of been going around backstage, some of the stuff he had been involved in. So, you're going to want to subscribe and see that. Uh, I, I'm breaking news over there every single day. So, make sure you check it out. That is the most direct way to support what we do. JoJo uh, says, Hi, guys. Love the headphones, Jeremy. Ricochet wasn't wrong, though. I mean,
3: as far as like athletes go, Ricochet is in that top one percent. Like no doubt, he is a better athlete than than Io Shirai and can do cooler stuff than Io Shirai. The thing is, just like don't say it. Just you don't have to, not quote unquote bury your own talent, your your own peer to to put yourself over. Just like don't say that stuff. You can you cannot tweet, Sean. I have to learn this lesson too. You cannot tweet. It's okay. Yes.
2: It's okay. Yes, not tweet. Uh, that that was. Yes. Yes. So like lately I've had more people than usual say, you just praise everything on Twitter. And I'm like, well, you know, I decided that I don't need to specifically bury everything that I don't like. If they want to watch me bury something, they can come onto my show and grab the full context of it and not have the option to quote tweet me. So do that. It's okay
3: not to tweet. Like it is. It's all right.
2: Some stupid punk says the best uh, don't have to argue that they are. Uh, I don't necessarily agree with that. There are a ton of misused talent in WWE. And if Ricochet was given the platform to do even a fraction of what he was able to do, you'd probably be talking to him in a little bit of a different light. Um, Kofi Mania I mean- 2, Jeremy. It's on. He beat Randy Orton and Bobby Lashley. Monday, he should have a title shot, right?
3: I was stunned. I mean, they did the roll-up finish for both of them, but I was stunned they had him beat Lashley. They've protected Lashley so much, and then they're just going to do this, this roll-up finish. And look, I love Kofi. I'm all for this second run. I think he's still losing to Lashley, but man, I can't believe they just like had Lashley lose in that manner and look just dumb after they protected him so
2: well. The, the uh, but that, distraction finish always makes people look stupid. It, does. it the, does. The only one that I was like, oh, that's not too bad, was Drew's, where yeah. it was a split second thing. And then they made that the story. It's like Drew took his focus off the most dangerous man in the company for a half a second, and that's all it took.
3: It was It was not only that, but it was he took his focus off of him. He still went for his move. He just missed. It wasn't he took his focus off of him and got rolled up, and that was the finish. Like He was still kind of in it, but that split second just cost him instead of, oh, I'm going to argue with you and look dumb and then just get rolled up. And for some reason, I can't kick out of this roll-up, which is the most devastating maneuver in all of WWE. I just could not believe they beat Lashley in that manner. And it's like, man, I like Lashley. I still like Lashley. You were protecting them so well, and now you just do that with them. That's tough. That's
2: tough. Some Stupid Punk says, I absolutely agree. Ricochet is one of the best there is. I've watched him everywhere. But WWE, I just meant you don't have to go and be arrogant on social. Yeah, but I mean there, there are a whole lot of people that treat you like you're booking. They treat wrestlers like their talent level is their booking. How many times have you seen people like not make it on TV? FTR, good example. They were treated like they're booking until they wanted out. And then when they wanted more, people treated them like they wanted too much. They they weren't asking for them to be booked better. They were asking for the tag team division to be, be booked better. There are a lot of people that are treated like like their jobbers as humans and as performers <laughs> because that's how WWE books them. I do understand that. To me, I like a confident person. I'm not going to speak to that situation, but I want somebody that's confident in their abilities. Although, again, you don't, as, as this person says, you don't have to be arrogant on social media. Uh, is it true WWE fire Drake words? It sure is. <laughs> it sure is, pal. I think, stuff now. I think we have all the super chats. Guys, we are wrapping up a little bit early today. Jeremy, tell the people where they can find you
3: uh the, the the distraction can i say can i plug you can myself? plug the
2: distraction
3: okay the distraction uh 3 p.m eastern thursdays right here youtube.com slash fightful uh myself i have my own shirt but i don't have my shirt with me because i was trying to be a professional today uh my my co-host has an accent everyone loves those accents right uh, we we talk wrestling, we talk nonsense. Uh twitch.tv slash fightful gaming. We're doing some fun stuff over at Fightful Gaming, and it's not always on video on demand, so like, you gotta join us when we're yes. on. Yesterday we watched uh some un- some bad Undertaker matches. We watched uh King of the Ring ninety-four. Sean, we watched elegante against uh. Nails from New Japan. Oh god, why? Because <laughs> we're just watching bad match. You know what, you know Sean? We watched bad matches, and then you know what we watch? Watch Anderson Silva. Against Stefan Bonner and Anderson Silva against uh, Forrest Griffin, just classic, classic performance uh, from from the Goat, Anderson Silva. So we uh, we watch those again. Those aren't on video on demand. You got to join us live, guys. You got to join us live. We're playing we're playing Booty Pro on uh on Friday. Come come check this out. Twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming, and I'm on I'm on Twitter at Jeremy Lambert eighty eight, and we have a Patreon that I'm not going to plug, but make the choice.
2: Dante says Ricochet is a great athlete, but I'd rather watch EO because she has a character. That's also WWE's fault. That's on yep. them. Uh, also, Ricochet does have a character. Still he is, He's Jake Paul or is it Logan Paul against Floyd Mayweather? Got your hat.
3: He's a hat, hat! <laughs> thief. <what it> <laughs> oh,
2: man. Mike Preventure says Ricochet's EO sh- tweet wasn't even his worst of the week. He later posted a meme about becoming the like love. the people you hang around with.
3: And you yeah. don't have to tweet, guys. You don't. No one's forcing you to do it.
2: Some stupid punk says, dang it, SRS. Quit making good points. I'm trying to post my opinion as if they're facts. Come on, man. Well, here are the facts. I got an interview with Johnny Gargano up right now. I've got one with Allison K dropping Thursday. Make sure you guys check that out. She talks about uh, leaving NWA, if she'd worked there again, going into AEW. if she's had any contact with them since then, there is a whole lot of stuff there. I haven't interviewed Allison Kay in the past two years since uh, we did the in-person in Toronto. And then, guys, next week we got a bunch of stuff dropping, but I will be in Jacksonville for Double or Nothing weekend. Uh, that will cause a bit of a change to the, the Fightful Select schedule, but got a and a show dropping this week as well. Make sure you check out our post-AEW show tonight at 10, 10 p.m. Eastern. But head over can to I, Fightful Select right now.
3: Can I give a scoop? Yeah. A scoop, Sean? Uh, Post-AEW, double or nothing, since you will be in Jacksonville.
2: Do you know who I have on the
3: post-show, Sean?
2: I don't. I never know.
3: I yeah, know. I got, returning from last year,
2: oh, Phil no. Lindsay. Phil oh, Lindsay no.
3: is back. And, and, not returning, sort of returning, from two years ago, Andrew Thompson. Phil Lindsay and Andrew Thompson on the AEW oh. Post-Double
2: or Nothing show. Very so, um, thanks for that, by the way. Love love the rib there. Love Phil. Love Andrew. One day I will get Andrew to tell the story on the air about two years ago from Double or Nothing when he almost beat up Jimmy Havoc. <laughs> and I thought that one of our writers was going to beat up Jimmy Havoc really, really badly. I thought Jimmy Havoc was about to catch a smack I thought he was about to catch the ass whipping of a lifetime. I'm
3: gonna get him to tell it. I'm gonna get him to tell on this oh, on this boy. show on Sunday next Sunday. I, see, I, I don't control. I
2: don't know if he like. I, see, that's the thing. Andrew is a very reserved guy. I don't know if he wants wants it out there. But you know what? I think people should applaud Andrew Thompson for being hip to Jimmy Havoc well before <laughs> and coming this close to beating that ass in front of everybody at StarCast. <laughs> to, to the point to where Jimmy Havoc was like, I'm only joking, mate. Sorry. Afterwards. oh boy.
3: Going to get him to tell it, Sean. Me, Andrew, Phil, going to be very laid back. No, we're gonna, we're gonna no an
2: staple to gun stuff. would have saved Jimmy Havoc on that day. <laughs> Not a one.
3: Andrew's MDK, too, man. Like yes. This is the. yeah. So... Jimmy Hatton is fucked.
2: Yes, yes. Uh, That's the thing. I'm sure Nick Gage would have had had, uh, Andrews back there. (laughs) Guys, thank you all so much. Please leave a thumbs up on this video. Uh, We're heading over to Fightful Select to literally just talk about nothing. Until next time, we're out.